My name is Erica Connor, and you are listening to Let's Be Real. Everybody, guess what? I finished a book. <laughs> okay, it might be book like number seven for the year. I was supposed to hit 20. If you've been here for my 2020 uh, goals and New Year's resolutions and then update, you know that I'm not making a whole lot of progress, even in the world of COVID, like where I should have a lot more time. I'm not making as much progress on these goals as I wished. Some of them, oh yeah. The book reading, surprisingly, no. But just because I've finished number seven doesn't mean that I still don't have like 10 others started. So I might still catch up. I've got eight more weeks, although it's unlikely. The book that I finished, oh my goodness, I can't wait to talk to you about it. It's called Supernatural. It's by Dr. Michael Heiser, and it's actually kind of like a Cliff Notes version of a book called The Unseen Realm by him, talking about just our understanding of the supernatural and reading through the Old Testament the way that the ancient Hebrews would have understood it, having lived through it, and how their culture viewed the supernatural. And I have all these thoughts and ideas running through my head about the importance of knowledge um, and how we continue to grow in knowledge and why we should be diving in to Scripture in its context to learn more about even just the history behind the cultures and the people that we're reading it so that we can better understand what we're actually hearing. Because when we see it in full picture, it just makes God that much greater. And I was going to do this whole podcast about learning and growing in knowledge and really studying and finding a scholar to listen to a podcast here and there and dig deep and really activate our minds because we're told to love the Lord our God with all of our hearts, with our minds, with all our soul, with all our strength, to really be willing to dig into the little bit more of the academic side, which is not really something that we're ever, you know, really super excited about always. It excites me because I realize the more and more I learn, the less and less I know. And it's a really great humbling place to be. And I was going to go through all the scripture about knowledge and why it's important to learn things that are knowledge-based as well as a little bit more of the love the Lord God with all your heart, right? A little bit more of like the faith and the love and the experience, the stuff that we use to help us get through our days here in the now. And how important it is learning the knowledge behind it because it makes God that much bigger and we fall in love then with him for who he is as well as what he's done. And I was going to talk about all of that. But you just got the minute version (laughs) summary because it is what gets me super excited. I love diving into God's word and learning so much of the backstory of the things that we're missing. And I want to continue down that road and I hope to do that with some of you ladies and gentlemen. Here on this podcast, I do have an Advent study coming up that we're going to do solely online. It starts November 21st, so that's three weeks from now. So if you'd like to join me through Zoom to do the study, find me on social media. Facebook is the easiest. I have the event scheduled. You can order the book. It's called O Come, Come, Emmanuel, and we will all meet together for five Saturday mornings in a row from 8 to 9.30 and just discuss it and talk about it and live in digital community for a little while. But instead of going into a really long podcast, an explanation as to why I think we all really need to be digging into history and context of the word, and we're going to do that 
We're going to do that here in this podcast in the future. So I hope you'll continue to join me for that. But I hope that you'll look up other people and some scholars. I know we all have favorite like churches and pastors that we follow and we listen to their sermons just to kind of see what they're doing and what they're saying. But I think what's really important also is to throw some more academic scholars in the mix and see what they've got to say because we are missing out on really amazing insight that is going to turn us back into a place of just a growing and deepening faith. Because I know it's very easy to be like, oh, when you learn and you just make it merely academic, then where's the place for faith? I had that fear once. I had that fear when my husband went back to school for a master's in apologetics. I'm like, yeah, but then what about faith? You're only going to be resting on knowledge of facts and things. And oh, have I learned how wrong that assumption of mine was and that over time it only deepens my faith and my love for God because the picture gets bigger and bigger. It is a mosaic of tiles that as we continue to learn little bits here and there, it's a tile that we add, a tile that we add. And as we continue to step back, the more that we learn, the more knowledge that we gain, and we step back and we can see that fuller, deeper, richer picture, the love grows, the faith, the trust, it all grows And it takes me to this place of understanding more about my identity and my purpose. The very place I didn't think growing in knowledge could take me. I thought it was just kind of, you know, a bank of knowledge of stuff over here that I would know. Interesting factoids to throw around here and there. But over time, the more and more you learn, the more and more it just takes you right back to, I think, the place that we truly want to be in understanding our purpose and our identity. So all of that to say... (laughs) I said I wasn't talking about that today. This week, a psalm was read over me, and I just want to share it and read it over you, hoping that it offers the same sort of encouragement today for you that it did for me, and it is Psalm 37. So I'm going to read this for you, and we're going to close, and I hope you take the time to just meditate on God's word in hearing this this morning. Do not fret because of evil men or of envious or those who do wrong. For like the grass, they will soon wither. Like green plants, they will soon die away. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord, trust in him, and he will do this. He will make your righteousness shine like the dawn, the justice of your cause like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret when men succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked schemes. Refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Do not fret. It leads only to evil. For evil men will be cut off, but those who hope in the Lord will inherit the land. A little while, and the wicked will be no more. Though you look for them, they will not be found. But the meek will inherit the land and enjoy great peace. The wicked plot against the righteous and gnash their teeth at time. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he knows their day is coming. The wicked draw the sword and bend the bow to bring down the poor and the needy, to slay those whose ways are upright. But their swords will pierce their own hearts, and their bows will be broken. Better the little that the righteous have than the wealth of many wicked. For the power of the wicked will be broken, but the Lord upholds the righteous. The days of the blameless are known to the Lord. Their inheritance will endure forever. In times of disaster, they will not wither. In days of famine, they will enjoy plenty. 
but the wicked will perish. The Lord's enemies will be like the beauty of the fields. They will vanish, vanish like smoke. The wicked borrow and do not repay, but the righteous give generously. Those the Lord blesses will inherit the land, and those he curses will be cut off. If the Lord delights in a man's way, he makes his steps firm. Though he stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. I was young, and now I'm old. Yet, I have never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging for bread. They are always generous and lend freely. Their children will be blessed. Turn from evil and do good. Then you will dwell in the land forever. For the Lord loves the just and will not forsake his faithful ones. They will be protected forever, but the offspring of the wicked will be cut off. The righteous will inherit the land and dwell in it forever. The mouth of the righteous man utters wisdom and his tongue speaks what is just. The law of God is in his heart. His feet do not slip. The wicked lie in wait for the righteous, seeking their very lives. But the Lord will not leave them in their power or let them be condemned when brought to trial. Wait for the Lord and keep his way. He will exalt you to inherit the land. When the wicked are cut off, you will see it. I have seen a wicked and ruthless man flourishing like a green tree in the native soil, but he soon passed away and was no more. Though I looked for him, he could not be found. Consider the blameless, observe the upright. There is future for the man of peace, but all sinners will be destroyed. The future of the wicked will be cut off. The salvation of the righteous comes from the Lord. He is their stronghold in time of trouble. The Lord helps them and delivers them. He delivers them from the wicked and saves them because they take refuge in him. Let's take refuge in our Lord Jesus Christ today.